Welcome to another exciting episode of the Leaders of Atlanta podcast, connecting you to prominent leaders, thinkers, and influencers in the city to help you to become the leader that you are called to be. Now here is your host and leadership development expert, Zach Hudson. Well, hello there, leaders. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Leaders of Atlanta podcast, where you're going to be able to hear from Atlanta's top leaders and learn about the companies or the causes that they're tied to. Today's episode focuses on Brooks Robinson, the founder and CEO of Springbot. Springbot automates digital marketing for e-commerce retailers. They give them insights into purchasing behaviors and help their clients create marketing campaigns targeted specifically for their audience, and they help them improve their marketing strategy to get better results. Springbot has raised more than $30 million in venture funding and continues to be one of the fastest growing companies in the software industry. And it's not just about financial pieces for them. It's about the people too. And that's evident as you walk the halls of their headquarters here in Atlanta for the numerous, numerous awards they've won to my interaction with the different team members across Uh, my time uh, there at Springbot. They are a people-focused organization. I think you're going to enjoy Brooke's story, another unique one on the show today about his journey from where he was to where he is now. And he's got a lot of great practical tips for us. So I hope you enjoy the show today with Brooks. Well, Brooks, thank you so much for being on the show with me. I've just uh, I've admired Springbot, I guess, from afar for a while now. Thanks for having me. Zach. Yeah, this is absolutely. Great. It's um, it's been so impressed with the awards and everything you've won, and just the commitment, at least from the outside perspective, that you have to your team members and investing in them. So I was so excited that you agreed to be on. Right. The well, show it's a collective us. effort, you know, across the entire leadership team, sure. across the entire team, to really build a, a culture that we're proud of. So yeah, yeah excited to talk about it. Yeah, good, very good. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, so tell us, our listener hanging out with us right now, it's you, me, and them sitting at a table together. Tell us about your leadership journey, kind of the, the, the book, the small book the version The small book version. Yeah, I won't sure. go way back in time, but I think it's important <laughs> to go back a little bit in time. Sure. Uh, so I grew up in Canada. Uh, okay. I was an engineer by training. Yeah. Uh, software developer. Um, went to the University of Waterloo up in, up in Canada. I call it the Georgia Tech of Canada now <laughs> that I'm down here. I worked in Boston for a little yeah. while. I call it the MIT of Canada. Now it's the Georgia Tech of Canada. But it was a a great foundation for learning problem solving. But I did realize I was not going to be a good software developer. And so thankfully out of college, I went into consulting. And then kind of went from consulting in the mid-90s to the late-90s venture capital. And then I got a very fortunate opportunity to meet some really strong entrepreneurs and co-founded a company here in Atlanta called Seabeyond in in 1999-2000. And that really started my journey as as a leader. I think everything else up to that point in time was foundational. Okay. Um, More of a personal, your personal leadership. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, I was the chief marketing officer at Seabeyond for about 12 years and just had a great team of mentors. Uh, They had an executive coach for me. It was just it was great in terms of that journey. And the definition of, of chief marketing officer evolved a lot over time from, from strategist <laughs> to sure. product to, to running sales and marketing at one point in time. And just the, the opportunities that the rest of the team gave me along the way were so, so important. And then um, starting Springbot about six years ago, um, a co-founder and CEO and kind of taking that, that's, that next step uh, in, in leadership 
getting a lot of support from our board and the rest of sure. our leadership team to do that. So just that's been the journey so far. <laughs> well, that's an interesting journey to go from Canada to now sitting in downtown Atlanta. That's yeah, great. I'm very proud. Became uh, my wife and I became U.S. citizens, uh, you know, f- a few years ago. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. Great. Awesome. So tell us about. So we've made it here. We've been to Springbot. We're sitting in Springbot a few years now, several years now. So tell us about what Springbot is for people that don't know what the what is the Springbot story to get us to where we are today. Yeah. So Springbot helps small to mid-sized e-commerce retailers as they're selling online. How do they market better? How do they help target the 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 right consumer with sure. the right channel? And so we've built an e-commerce marketing platform that connects to shopping carts. Uh, you may have heard of Shopify, Magento, sure. mm-hmm. BigCommerce, WooCommerce. So Springbot is a platform that connects to those shopping carts and helps the marketer at a retailer understand what marketing is working and what's not. Marketing attribution. Then automates the marketing that we think can be most effective. Email marketing, social media marketing, online ads, to really create that, that great consumer experience for really small to mid-sized or emerging brands that we're sure. really excited to work with. Well, look... I can tell you from we have a, a one with passing baton. We have a little store, and it's it can be a lot. It can be intimidating, and it can be a, a lot to deal with. So I, I love the intentionality of making things easier for entrepreneurs, people starting out, making it easy, streamlined for them, so they can focus on other things too. Really the, the past twenty years, I've spent time working with a great team of folks. Whether it was at CBion, where it was IT services and telecom services for SMBs, yeah, small medium sized businesses, or here at Springbot with the online retailers, what we really try to do all the time time is trying to say, okay, what are large retailers or large enterprises doing, whether it's in marketing or IT services, and make that simple and affordable for small businesses. Sure. I, I don't think small small businesses should be left behind. And so we kind of <laughs> think of ourselves that. as the champion for small yeah. businesses. Yeah. So tell us about what you love about Atlanta. I love this. This is going to be great because you're, you're transplanting here. So tell me about what you love about Atlanta. Why Springbot in Atlanta? What is Springbot connected to the community here? Yeah, well, when I moved here in 2000, uh, I, was, I was excited about coming to the city, sure. but it really was a place to work. And I spent the next 10 years traveling all over the, all over the world, really, uh, building partnerships, building sales teams across, across the country, and didn't really spend that much time truly here in okay. Atlanta. And then five or six years ago, when we went to start Springbot, we thought, uh, well, maybe we need to do that in San Francisco. And, and thankfully, someone connected me with the ATDC down at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. The ATDC is the Advanced Technology Development Center, the incubator, the technology incubator at Georgia Tech. And I was fascinated just how much of a community there was, yeah. the ecosystem. And I thought, we can do this here. And so uh, we, we went through the ATDC program called Flashpoint, uh, which is a customer discovery program to figure out. You have this idea. We had this idea that marketers were going to need help understanding what's working and what's not with their digital marketing. But what does that mean in terms of what you build and what you do next? And so a really rigorous three-month program. Um, so that was the ATDC that kind of kept me here. Sure. And then just what I've seen in the tech community over the past five or six years has been amazing. I think whether it's Atlanta Tech Village or the ATDC or at Pont City Market, there's Techstars. There's just such a, a great community. Uh, last week, actually, here in Atlanta, there was Venture Atlanta, which is – a, a conference where investors from all over the country, I think there was about 1,200 people at this conference. Yeah. And it was just a great way to connect entrepreneurs with the, the investor community. And just that's the kind of, of, of thing that you see here in Atlanta yeah. that's great. That's from the tech side. And then what I love about Atlanta, I, I live, work, and play in Midtown. <laughs> Our office awesome. is right here at yeah. uh, Mark Toro, the president of North American Properties that, that does a lot of development here, um, calls the area we're in Maine and Maine. 
this is 14th and Peachtree, yeah. the middle of the city. And so I, I live maybe, you know, less than a mile from the office. And it's just the ability to do that in a, in a major city like Atlanta is great. The diversity of the culture, we're right across the street from the High Museum. Um, so just the energy yeah, here is just tremendous. Sure. Yeah, I know it's a great spot for sure. And I've, I'm, I'm a runner, so I've run past this building uh, several times. <laughs> we're, we're under construction. We're reimagining yeah, this area, sure. we like to think. So, uh, no, it's going to be great over the next couple of years. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, let's transition a little bit to your personal journey, okay? So let's talk about maybe what are a few lessons that you've learned as you've grown in your leadership? And this could tie back to your time, you know, growing your personal leadership or even in Springbot. Yeah, I think there's a, a couple of things. You know, the first is I uh, learned a really valuable lesson along the way about being a citizen, not just a taxpayer. Mm. You know, citizens have a voice, citizens give back, and I really try to impress upon everyone here at, at Springbot to do that. Um, so we're, we're heavily involved in the community. We do mentorship at a lot of technology programs okay. like Techstars and the ATDC. But one that's really, uh, really passionate about for the, for the team is the Boys and Girls Club of Metro Atlanta. Yeah, sure. And we can see them. We're we can actually see the, the national see the headquarters yeah. is right across the street from <laughs> us here. So um, we've done volunteer days. Uh, I, I've been lucky enough to be on the, the board of the Boys and Girls Club to help out on, mostly on the technology side sure. as well. So I think giving back to the communities, I think, is, is really important where we're, we're live, work, and play. Yeah. And then another thing thing that I think as we think about our team, there's a, a foundational element around trust, like, and respect. So we try to identify folks that kind of fit that mold, and that's something that becomes part of our core values. Yeah, that's great. So speaking of your team, let's talk about your team a little bit. So what are some common leadership traits that you look for in your team? Yeah, I think that, you know, that running a start, well, starting a business is hard. Sure. Running a business is hard. This is hard. <laughs> Everything we, you know, Treating our customers well, doing building technology, innovating, those things are, are hard. So yeah. finding folks that have great energy, uh, great problem-solving skills are, are super important for, I think, uh, any business, but really important, important here. Um, I like to think about finding people that can take action, that want to take action. Uh, athletes, not scorekeepers. Sure. It's kind of that difference around, yeah. like, diving in, taking advantage of the opportunity. Don't, being a vic don't be a victim. Um, really, really own it and drive it, I yeah. think, are, are really key important elements. And then, um, you know, I think what you, you'll find with, with Springbot and where I, I've really found uh, great teamwork has been living the journey as a team. That's one of our, our core values. So we don't send to tend to celebrate individual success as much as team success. Hmm. And I think that allows us to stay together yeah. as a team and kind of really focus on, on the common goal of helping our customers grow. Yeah, and you know that's a been common piece on this show of, of people talking or leaders talking about the idea over team over me. Yep. Right. And yep. so that's that's great that you speak into that too. Even celebrating the bigger win, especially as you're growing in your organization, because new people come in and there's a tendency to make it about me or to prove myself. Right. right. I've got to prove myself. I'm in here in Springbot, and there's a bunch of really smart people sitting around me. I got to make sure they know I'm smart, and right. letting go of that, I think, is. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you don't have to be right. You just got to win together. Sure. Right. And that's yeah. the key thing. I think yeah. It's really important to be part of that team. Yeah. Cool. All right. So as you've grown Springbot, as you've grown in your career and you've seen um, numerous leaders, right, in different pieces through your volunteering with Boys and Girls Club and everything else, what are some skills that you see that new leaders to an organization, be it here or somewhere else, Graduating from Georgia Tech, right? You mentioned that. What are some skills that you see that sometimes people are missing or, or need to strengthen? Yeah, I, mean, I think especially in new leaders, I, th I think you see, and maybe even more in technology than others, um, sure. that 
really need, need to focus on personal connections. I think we hide behind email too much. We hide behind <laughs> Slack or any yeah. different messaging. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just need to go have coffee with someone or just pick up the phone and talk to someone, whether it's someone on your team, it's an investor, it's a customer. Um, I, I think that personal connection, I think, is something that sometimes gets missed. And you learn that lesson maybe the hard way sometimes. Sure. Um, I think another, uh, another thing that I see especially with early stage companies is there's this old saying, you know, everything looks like progress without a plan. And I think that, that, <laughs> I, that ability, that ability to set yeah. milestones and targets sure. and do everything you can to to achieve those and understand where you may have missed. There's a lot of valuable lessons that come with understanding, uh, having a plan and, and, and going after that with a team and then understanding maybe where you may, you may have missed. And that, that can be really valuable lessons. Yeah. That's, uh, look, I, I, I can definitely see that. I, I see that in my own leadership, in my own career path as well. So that's great points there. Uh, so what is, uh, so we talked about the ones that, the traits that maybe people are missing or any of the strength. And so what about uh, a characteristic or two or, or however many you have that you believe that every leader should possess? Yeah, I think there's, there's a foundational element and then there's a more inspirational. So on the foundational side, I think it's ultimately trustworthiness. Okay. Right. If you, yeah. if you, uh, one of our core values is we deliver on our promises to each other, to our shareholders, to our customers. So that trustworthiness, um, I think is, is a really important foundational for any, any leader and then inspirational storytelling. I think that gets lost. The ability to share a vision, communicate that vision, mm -hmm. I think is something that does get lost. And, and, um, I think the more that that folks can can spend time with on their storytelling uh, abilities. I think it's gonna be really important. <laughs> I laugh because there's a I, I did a I had an annual review one year with one of my bosses and and uh, you know you have a section the older ones where you would put what you're working on for the next year. And one year I wrote storytelling and my boss was like, "What are you wasting your time on?" But to your point, that's mm -hmm. what I knew that if I was communicating to a large group of leaders. I've got to be able to convey an engaging message, vision, right, direction. And to do that, you strengthen your storytelling skills because that's what people remember. It, it is. You know, one of the things that you know, I worked at Deloitte Consulting right out of, out of college, and one of the, the, the great things that I learned there was storytelling, the yeah. ability to take a bunch of data, turn them into a bunch of PowerPoint slides, which I don't <laughs> love as much, but the ability to take sure. them in and communicate that story, yeah. um, I had a great mentor there who was a, a partner, Manish Mehta, and he he taught me how to basically that order of the slides matter. I mean, the the order of the the yeah, he taught me a really valuable lesson. The think about most people pres presentations together and they go one plus one plus one equals three. And he taught me to say the answer is three. Let me tell you how I got there. Uh, it's one yeah. plus one plus one. And I think it's just a very different way of presenting and, and thinking about how you deliver a message and how you storytell. And yeah. so I, I thought that was that's yeah. a valuable foundation. Yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Storytelling is a big one there. So, you know, you walk into Springbot. So our listener didn't get the, the joy that I did of walking in today and see the uh, mountain of awards on the wall. <laughs> we have a great PR our, team. In our room in here, too. So they're everywhere. So obviously you're known for your culture and uh, the care you do for your people. So as you scale and grow, it, that can become difficult to maintain. So how do you protect the company culture and uh that growth as you continue to, to move here in Atlanta? Yeah, I think it's, it started 
when we sort of started the company you sure. know, back uh, six or so years ago with establishing core values that we have today. They're the four core values that you see on our wall, you see on our website. Um, they're, they're very important to us, and we make a lot of decisions throughout the entire company based on those core, core values. We always yeah. come back and say, you know, we're making this decision. How does it apply to one of our four core values? It impacts how we recruit, promote, develop folks. So I think that is, is super important. And then we have different programs throughout Springbot that reinforce those. So we have a program called Springbot 101, okay. where you know generally within the first uh, three to four weeks of being at Springbot, uh, we get the opportunity uh, to have lunch with myself and the other the other new hires, and we go through our core values, our history, our traditions, uh, maybe some advice along the way. Sure. And it's a great opportunity for me to really spend time yeah. with folks, but also really reinforce why these core values are important to me, and they're not just words on a, on a poster. Yeah. They, they, each of them have a story and have depth to them. I think that's important. And then once a quarter, we do uh, quarterly all-hands meetings. We have plenty of other monthly, daily <laughs> stand-ups sure. and those kind of things. But this is once a quarter where we can all take a couple of hours and we go off-site, uh, some of the great venues in around Midtown, Atlanta here, and we talk about what's working, what's not in the business. We have a lot of transparency. And one of the things that we, uh, we, and we don't do a lot of individual awards except for something called Spring Into Action. Okay. Where the entire company, maybe a week or two before, nominates people that have lived our core values. And uh, we will pick two or three people as winners, and then they get a gift certificate to one of our customers to go oh, online nice. and, and buy it. It's kind oh, of the, nice. the full cycle. Yeah, that's tie. very cool. Very yeah. cool. So living out the values, right? So look, you've been around a little bit, and I have as well, and we know that Sometimes those are just words on a wall mm -hmm. or a page on a website. Right, right. <laughs> but it sounds like you're super intentional about making sure that it is the, the thread and the needle throughout everything that you do. So that's that's great. Yeah, I think we, you know, uh, we mentioned deliver on our promises. That's one of the core values. Sure. Celebrate what makes us unique. That may have a bit of a, a Canadian tinge to it around <laughs> multiculturalism and diversity. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, more and more, you know, technology or startups are are really trying to do better there. And I think that's something that we're really, you know, that's one of the ones we try for every day. Yeah. Being involved in the community is one way to help with that. Sure, absolutely. Well, and Atlanta, of course, too, is known for its diversity. So yep. that's great. So we, we talked a little bit about, you know, the development of the team, the care you put in. So how does Springbot encourage that creative thinking or maybe the personal development of your people here? Well, I mentioned the transparency mm -hmm. uh, as, as much as we possibly can with the quarterly all-hands meetings, regular team input, you know, employee surveys, um, lots of lots of things there. You know, uh, we've implemented it over the past few years Slack, which is an okay. open channel yeah. that allows a lot of collaboration across functions, a lot of collaboration with me, a lot of questions come my way, which is great. So. Uh, very, as you've seen walking through our, our, our halls here, very open environment. Sure. Um, so a, a lot of walking around and talking <laughs> to folks and being in the community room, yeah. uh, which is great. Um, so that open environment, open discussion, open access, I think is, is super important. Um, and then learning and development, we've invested heavily there, both in software. So we have learning and management systems that sure. helps our mm -hmm. different people do their different jobs you know, a little better every day. Um, and then a lot in the HRIS, uh, so HR systems to help with personal development plans. Okay. I think those are important. And then um, you know that's kind of foundational for, for the teams as they do their, their functional roles. And then we've also been investing over the past few years leadership development. I think. Uh, building that next group of leaders uh, in the company or really in the community, I think is important. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, I call that the one level up uh, mentality of developing people, one level up above where they currently are so that 
they're great in their job. They feel more confident there. And then you start building natural kind of succession planning. Because yeah. as you scale, you're going to need more people. <laughs> one level up. All right, I'm stealing that. Yeah, That's there you great. go. Take it. Take it. That's a free one for you. All right, so let's talk about some maybe some best leadership advice that you've been given over your career. It could be a couple of things or a single thing, whatever you have there. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was fortunate to maybe get thrown into a leadership role pretty sure. early in my, my career. And the thing that uh, I had a great mentor, Bob Morris, uh, who, who ran sales at, at Beyond, he, he taught me a very simple line, you know, don't get too impressed or depressed with any situation. And that ability to kind of keep that even keel, especially when you're younger in your career where you think that every single issue is the most dramatic thing or uh, you <laughs> sure, just, you know, yeah. keep that even keel, I think is, uh, is, is super important. Um, uh, you know, I, another thing that recently that I've, I've come across that I really like, and when we started Springbot six years ago, we'd always talk, you know, with technology, there's challenges. Sure. And you can get a little bit monotonous, especially in the early days, the first six months of building a company about talking about all the challenges and the problems. And so we would always turn around and say, there's not problems, there's opportunities, opportunities to learn, opportunities mm -hmm. to grow. And then a couple of years ago, I came across a, uh, a video, which uh, a podcast from Jocko Wilnick, uh, Navy SEAL, and it's called Good. And it's, it's two and a half minutes long, but it basically says, you know, there's no problems, just opportunities. Yeah. If you run into a, a problem, good time to learn. Uh, and so I think it's great. It's got, a, yeah. it's got a great beat to it. And I, yeah. I think that's, it's really uplifting. Um, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I was, uh, spent some time in the military and we would, uh, saying we would have is improvise, adapt and overcome. So if you yeah, have perfect. a problem, yep. improvise, figure Good. out a solution, adapt to that. And yep. now you overcome it. You have a new, new way of doing things and you're moving on. So yep. yeah, that's, that's cool. I have to check that show out for yep. sure. So what is something along the way, maybe that you look back on and say, man, wish I would have learned this sooner. It's a long list. <laughs> um, but I think something that I, I, I wish I had to learn a little bit earlier was, was patience. Okay. Um, you know, I think that Ronald Reagan said, trust, but verify. Yeah. I think that's the one that kind of helps you with patience. Um, you know, there's, you know, don't, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Those are all kind of things that I've started to gravitate to, which is, you know, you can be patient, but at the same time, keep up that intensity. Mm -hmm. And I think there's that balancing act there that I probably didn't do as well in my earlier in my career and I'm trying hard okay. more and more. Um, I think also celebrating the wins as a team. I think sometimes we're moving so quickly, we make these great accomplishments and then we just kind of move on to the next. I think taking a pause every once sure. in a while and celebrating. And then maybe a very tactical one that may help some of the, the listeners is recruit the family. I think what I learned early in my career where I, I made mistakes with executive recruiting or leader, recruiting leaders was I, I focused too much on recruiting that individual and not recruiting the trailing spouse, the family, mm. understanding, if, especially if they were relocating, uh, wherever they were relocating sure. to, did the family want to do that? Um, if they were going to be joining a startup, were they willing to take that, maybe that pay cut to join a startup? Was that all well discussed with the, the family. And I think that if, if I made any mistakes along the way, that was probably some of the bigger ones. Cause when you, when you make a mistake on a senior hire, um, it becomes pretty difficult. Sure. To, to, well, to yeah, unravel. it slows down your growth number yep. one, but then you've now pulled out somebody that should have been somewhere else and it slows down their career. Yeah. It causes, I could see that. Yep. It causes all kind of ripple effects from there. So, yeah. All right, so as we start to wrap up our time today, uh, how about one actionable tip, or if you've got a couple even, uh, for our listeners to, to take away, to strengthen their own leadership and career path? Well, I think what we talked about a lot today was the foundation of trust. Yeah. And I've always been on this journey to figure out how do, you, how do you build trust, where do you lose it, why do you lose it, how do you regain it? And I came across, um, uh, I was thankfully someone sent this to me, 
uh, Brene Brown uh, has a, uh, a TED talk uh, called The Anatomy of Trust. Okay. And it breaks down trust into an acronym called BRAVING, where it talks about boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. And each of those different components are how you build or lose trust. Sure. And so being an engineer, I needed a framework. <laughs> I needed some way to understand this. Yeah. And um, so it's actually, when I mentioned Springbot 101, where we talk about our core values, we also watch uh, parts of that video. Because um, I think for, for our team and any team where you have dysfunction and where you have challenges, it usually comes down to trust. And right, if yeah. we can focus on that, that element of, of trust, I think we will have stronger teams, stronger communities. And uh, so I'd encourage all of you to, to go listen to that. Yeah, that's great. Yep. So as we're wrapping up our time here today, uh, how can people find you, find Spring, uh, Springbot online? Uh, springbot.com. So okay. springbot.com. Yeah, and then I'm on LinkedIn. I'm okay. pretty active. Yeah, very cool. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. I think there's a lot of good value here for our listeners. And uh, thank you for serving here in Atlanta. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having All right. me. Appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed our episode today with Brooks Robinson, the CEO of Springbot. And it was just a joy to hear his unique story, just as like so many of our other leaders, of his personal journey. He started out in a whole different country and then worked his way here, got citizenship in the United States, started several businesses that led to his leadership at Springbot. Today, Brooks gave us three great tips to grow our leadership on our life walk. The first tip was to strengthen your storytelling skills. So he did a great job of just diving into the ports of storytelling in general and how it can help you in your selling skills, your communication skills, your training skills, but then also how it makes you a better communicator, better friend, a better coworker to others. So strengthen your storytelling skills by writing a journal, cataloging your stories, practicing them on friends and family, and then also honing the actual skill of communicating the story to others. The second tip that he gave us today was to be a great problem solver. And he talks about how this is a key value for the employees there at Springbot. So not accepting an obstacle and just walking away from it, not accepting no, to find a way around it, to find a new solution to an old problem. So don't take no as the final answer. Look for a compromise. Look for a win-win between you and another party. Look for a way to overcome that hurdle. And the final piece that he gave us is to build a foundation of trust with others. And he really leaned into the importance of how that really sets the stage for everything else. Because without trust, respect, transparency that you have with even your friends, your family, again, those that you work around on a daily basis, you do that to get the opportunity to do other things. Thanks again to Brooks and Springbot for allowing me the opportunity to hang out with them. A great group of people, very motivated, and a great culture. So be sure to check them out. Well, that does it for our show today. Be sure to check us out next time for, I'm sure, another great conversation with a leader here in Atlanta. And until then, grow your leadership and impact your community. Mm -hmm.